it's your pal, the Dancing Housewife. Are you completely addicted to ballroom dancing like the doc and me? Or maybe you're just getting started or even an interested wallflower. Wherever you are in your dance journey and however you got there, this podcast is for you. So grab yourself a cup of joe and join me in getting to know surgeon, ballroom dancer, and author of Magic, a ballroom musical, Dr. Jim Gatzik. Whether you're shopping for yourself or a friend, head on over to www.savvychic.com. It's the home of my favorite dance bag, the Savvy Chic Neoprene Tote, along with a host of other products designed just for ballroom dancers. And you'll want to act fast because there's a site-wide 50% off sale happening right now. Be sure to leave a review and let her know the Dancing Housewife sent you. Joining me today is Dr. Jim Gadzik. Jim is a surgeon in Norwalk, Connecticut. He is also a ballroom dancer, but he's not just any ballroom dancer. He is the writer and producer of Magic, a ballroom musical which was performed live on stage at the Wall Street Theater in Norwalk, Connecticut in November of 2022. And the good news, it's now available for you to enjoy free of charge on YouTube. We'll talk a little bit more about that later, but Jim... I want to thank you so much for taking a coffee break with me today again. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for inviting me, Antoinette. I appreciate it. First of all, I have to ask how and when you discovered ballroom dancing and what sort of role does it play in your life right now? Sure. Um, back in December in 2003, I was riding in the back of an ambulance uh, speeding toward Norwalk, hospital's emergency room. Uh, unfortunately, I was writing as a patient, not as a physician. I had a rapid, irregular heartbeat called um, atrial fibrillation, and I needed immediate treatment. And after I was converted back to normal sinus rhythm, I made a resolution. I said, I am going to exercise more. Th that's a nice resolution to make. Unfortunately, I hate to exercise. <laughs> so... So, you know, it, you know it, it's so mechanical and it seemed, it's so boring to me. Um, I, I decided against uh, running and aerobics and weightlifting uh, because whenever I see people participating in, in those activities, uh, you know, judging by their expressions, they don't seem to be having a lot of fun. Right. And I wanted an activity where I could have fun and where I could exercise without realizing I was exercising. And that, of course, is the description of ballroom dancing. Right. So I invited my wife to join me uh, at, at a studio. And at first, she didn't warm to the idea. She, she, it, was, it was like bringing a, a three-year-old kid to the dentist you know, to get all her teeth pulled out. <laughs> uh, but, but within a few weeks, the the ballroom bug had really bitten her and we're still dancing together 20 years later. Wow. That's great. Yeah. Ballroom dance is great because it is great exercise for your body and for your brain too. you know, learning choreography, learning new steps. It integrates the body and the brain. So that's Absolutely. really, really good for new neural pathways. Yeah. It's also really fun to share with people and you get to dance with your wife. So that's great. Now, we talked a little bit um, before going on air about something very specific 
and personal that I guess lit a fire under you to write the musical. I know it centers on ballroom dance, but there's something else that happened in your life. Can you share that story with us about what really inspired you to uh, to jump full in and write this musical? Yes, it's it, it, it's bittersweet. I wrote Magic, a ballroom musical, based a lot on my ballroom experiences. But in terms of the production on stage, I sort of put it on the back burner. There was always something to do uh, in in surgery that, that was always more important. Right. And magic started to fade away uh, after I, I wrote it. And in February 2019, uh, one of my dear friends uh, texted me and and my friend Mike and, and I came up the ropes together and and Mike texted me in February 2019 he said Jim I have bad news I have stage four pancreatic cancer and we we both knew what that meant you know as physicians and we kept in in touch through 2019 and one thing that Mike always emphasized to me he said jim time has run out for me i wanted to do so many things and now i don't have the time to do it he says don't let this happen to you and in october 2019 he passed away from his disease and that was the month that i resigned from the trauma and acute care service with its 110 hour lifestyle and i switched to an office practice, doing elective surgery nine to five, Monday through Friday, gave me an opportunity to devote some time to getting magic up and running. Unfortunately, in 2020, we were hit with the pandemic. Right. And we had a studio in Bridgeport, Connecticut, that wanted to stage magic. And we had it scheduled for December 2020 because it was a, a Christmas-themed musical. And of course, the pandemic did us in. So the same theater rescheduled in December 2021. And in 2021, the same thing happened. The pandemic, you know, blindsided us. Right. So in 2022, I decided to self-produce magic for one day only at the Wall Street Theater. Um, the, the Saturday after after Thanksgiving, right? And that way, if the pandemic, you know, struck us a third time, at least it wouldn't be a a total wipeout. Right, right. You know, we we'd be able to recoup from from just one day of of non productivity as opposed to a whole month. Right. So uh, we we went ahead, scheduled it, and um, fortunately, the uh, pandemic gods uh, smiled upon us, and we were able to get the production. <laughs> Uh, on stage, two productions um, uh, on that one day. That's and great. It was well received. It was a you know great success. Uh, we recorded the uh, 7:30 show, the evening show, and it's on YouTube. Right. And uh, those of of you in the um, in the ballroom community who wish to see um, an uplifting and and happy. A story uh, that is holiday themed and uh, is family oriented, then um, absolutely go to Magic, a ballroom musical on YouTube. Yeah. 
Well, first I want to say, I, I'm really sorry for your loss. I know that that's tough to handle, but what a way to honor your friend by just taking his advice and doing something that you've wanted to do and just forging forward with that. So I commend you on that. But I also wanted to just interject before I ask you another question. I just want to interject for listeners who aren't aware of this to get a contract from a theater in Bridgeport is actually quite a big deal because a lot of shows actually run on those Bridgeport theaters before they go to Broadway. That's a really big off-Broadway sort of uh, theater for big Broadway shows and big stage musicals. So congratulations on that. I'm sorry that it didn't happen, but you know, maybe somebody from Bridgeport will be listening to this podcast (laughs) and they'll call you to pick it up again. Um, But on that note, I, you know, had you ever done anything like this before? I mean, producing a full length stage musical. I mean, I watched it. It's very entertaining. It's really fun, especially if you're a ballroom dancer and it's two hours. I mean, that's a full production. So what goes into something like that? Well, little by little, uh, I wrote this from 2018 to 2019, uh, mostly between three and six in the morning (laughs) because I'm an insomniac. And (laughs) and I wrote the I wrote the story and then I wrote the uh, music and and lyrics and um, it it came together gradually. Uh, There's a saying on Broadway that musicals are not written they're rewritten and that's really true because a a lot of people along the way directors the actors etc made suggestions about changing lyrics or 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 maybe having different people sing a song and even though the the story never changed the story was always the same I incorporated many of their suggestions and it made the story a lot stronger. Yeah. So when you watch Magic, you'll see my name as the as the author, but really a lot of people contributed. Okay. So how did you find your principal and background? Well, there's really not very many background actors. Um, but how did you find your your actors? Uh, two ways, mostly uh, word of mouth, also through uh, the internet. Uh, for instance, Backstage uh, is a resource where actors and, and directors and stage managers put their resumes uh, on the website. And those of us who are looking for specific uh, actors in a specific role can then go to Backstage and contact the actor or um, or director. Okay. I want to ask you a little bit about uh, Jermaine, who plays Bailey. Uh, again, let's not, let's not give away too much information because I don't <laughs> want to spoil the plot, but he was really perfect for that role. I mean, he's very talented. You know, his, he, his, he's got a really yeah. beautiful singing voice and he yep. was perfect for the role. So how did and, you and land his on stage him? presence, his stage yeah. presence is just amazing. He's, yeah. he's just born to be on the stage. Yeah. And, I I had done a, a small project with him in 2018, and that's when I was writing Magic. And as soon as I, I met Jermaine, that, that very day I said to Jermaine, oh my Lord, I have found the perfect Bailey. I know who's gonna play Bailey when Magic goes on stage. And he said, who? And I said, it's gonna be you. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> so so, so, so I, I, I told him even before this was written um, that that he would be the main character. He's that perfect yeah. for the role. So you're I mean, you talked a little bit about like the co-collaborative nature of producing a mm -hmm. full length stage musical already. Yeah. And so, I mean, I assume you had sort of the concept of Bailey in your brain, but did meeting Jermaine yes. really tailor how you wrote that part and, you know, how you sort of the background on him? Absolutely. If if you ever meet Jermaine personally, you, you'll see what a wonderful person he is. He is just amazing. Uh, he is so positive. Uh, he's so talented. Right. Uh, this is this is exactly the kind of person who I wanted as my dance instructor. Right. Right. Teaching two young people uh, to dance. Right. He has a lot of charisma. I will give. I mean, he's talented, but he yes, just he has does. that like sort of intangible something that you want to watch him. So, yeah, that it factor. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I I am a sucker for holiday stories, <laughs> movies, live performances. Mm -hmm. I love yeah. musicals. My favorite stage productions are musicals, especially mess you know ones with uplifting messages. So without spoiling mm. the plot, yeah. I have to tell you that watching it made me think a little bit about my favorite holiday classic film, and that's It's a Wonderful Life. Minus, you know, the suicidal thoughts, of course. But did that, I have to ask, right. you, did that movie play a role in what inspired you? I mean, I know the story is not the same, but there are some similarities. Mm -hmm. Well, the, the, the two stories are Christmas themed. They're family friendly and they have a upbeat, uplifting ending and, and message. Right. And, you know, certainly anyone who's seen It's a Wonderful Life is influenced by it. Right. You know, whether consciously or subconsciously. And, and I'm sure that there are elements of Wonderful Life in magic uh, because a Wonderful Life is, is you know, such a, an important film. Right. It, it's a part of Americana. Right. Very classic and very holiday. Um, I'm just curious, do you have any other creative projects in the works that we can look look forward to seeing? Well, I've written another full-length musical. It's called Champion. Okay. And it's about a boxer who falls in love with an English teacher in the 1960s. And he has his eyes set on both the teacher and on the boxing title. But he realizes he must give up one to keep the other. Oh, so okay. if you like magic, you'd like champion also. Okay. They're they're very Conundrum. similar. Yeah, <laughs> very very similar uh, stories. Yeah, conundrum. <laughs> yep. So I have to. I can't let you go. I know you're busy, and I appreciate your just for listeners. I I made a stupid mistake and had a great um, what I thought was recording with Jim a few days ago and then realized that I had forgotten to hit the record button. So he has graciously <laughs> agreed to re-record this podcast, but, um, and he's no problem. wearing a scrub shirt <laughs> and I know he has to go to the office. So I just, I just, um, can't let you go though, without asking you about your dance journey. 
So I know you started about 20 years ago and I know what uh, preempted that, but tell me the sorts of dances you like to do. How often do you and your wife dance? And tell me just a little bit about what, how dancing has impacted you. Well, as I emphasize in the musical, Magic the Musical, uh, anyone who embraces ballroom dance is never the same. Your life changes. It, it changes absolutely, and it changes for the good. And it certainly brings a, a dancer and his his partner together. Uh, they're much closer. They 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 do things to, uh, together every week. My wife eventually became a competitive uh, ballroom dancer, mostly in Argentine tango, and and did very, very well. I, on the other hand, have done a few showcases, but have never uh, been a competitive dancer. Uh-huh. You know, as I've told my wife, I I have enough stress uh, in, in uh, the medical world. I don't need to manufacture more stress in my life. So <laughs> I, I, have, <laughs> I have not done any, any competitive dancing. But uh, we've been we've been dancing for over 20 years. And if you've been doing something for for 20 years willingly, there must be something positive to it. Exactly. It is addicting in a good way. Right. It is. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. You're going to have an addiction. It better be ballroom dance. (laughs) Well, that's all the time we have for today, Jim. I want to thank you again um, for agreeing to come on the podcast, not once, but twice, but twice. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to wish you happy dancing. And for everybody listening, uh, be sure to look at the show notes because the URL, the YouTube, uh, URL for magic, the ballroom will be in the show notes. Thanks again, Jim. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Uh, Have a wonderful holiday season. You and all your dance community. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's all, folks. If you're a fan of Coffee Break with the Dancing Housewife, click the like button, share us with your friends, and be sure to tune in every week. New episodes drop on Mondays at 4 a.m. Eastern Time.